Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 93 of Utopia to Me, with me, your host, Chris Locke. What's up? How's it going? Been a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a while, like, you gotta admit, because you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, a lot of things have happened in the past little while. One is, is I just ate a bunch of smart food, popcorn, do you know what I'm talking about? Cheddar, jalapeno flavored, and then I'm drinking some red wine in my... Uh, dining room right now to be honest and yeah you guys are like dining room man i don't know it's also like the living room it's also where the cat's litter box is like it's not awesome but the thing is is you know what it is man sometimes it's like oh i had another kid that's what it is i have a baby um i have a new baby that's what it was it takes a long time to like see i have dad my brain is fried uh i'm actually i can see myself in the mirror right now and i look dumb um but i have a tiny little girl and you know and so it makes you tired all the time and you forget things like the other day i was walking up the street and i fell asleep for about two minutes while i was walking so there you go the body can do that probably about two seconds but still it was weird man this episode's good because this is still from my trip to vancouver i got a lot of episodes in the bag on that trip with some great people too and this is the last one of that hit and it's chris james super funny guy he says he doesn't do stand-up as much anymore because he wants to focus on other things but whatever man he's a good stand-up so look out for him he's funny but also the thing he's uh wrapped up in right now is his uh not even a show show he does that a lot and uh that is really good. And then also, I think he has a Patreon. Hold on, I'm Googling it right now. This is stu- I'm unprofessional. Yeah, patreon.com for not even a show. What he does is he prank calls like hardcore ding-dongs. Well, we talk about it on the episode. You'll see. It's really funny. And go to uh, twitch.tv slash friendly little boy to see a bunch of his stuff there too. So there you go. Chris James, what a fun time. We just hung out and got goofy. And talk about a lot of stuff that I don't even know about. So there's, you know what, this episode's good too because there's a ton of clarification that goes on. But there you go, all right? If you want to know why I'm a ding-dong right now, it's because I just had another baby. I got two girls now. I'm very happy. I'm a lucky man, very lucky man. And my lovely, lovely wife is uh, uh, sleeping right now with the new little one on her. And it's really cute. And that's the way life is. But we're going to take off right now. We're going to get into episode 93 um with uh chris james and you're gonna love it so what are you eating celery you eating popcorn let me tell you something the guy that just eats celery he's the weirder guy okay here we go episode 93 enjoy testing this is about how loud i'll talk testing (laughs) (laughs) testing how high can your voice go how high can you can your voice imitate how it sounds when you do he- when you inhale helium. Hi, how's it going there, man? What's good? What's happening there, Chris? Testing, testing. Hey, hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Testing, one, two, three. <laughs> oh, yours has a cool... What's the voice you're doing? It's like coming from... No, the, but it sounds like somebody's voice. Like it's, a, like, it's like a character. Like an elf or a... Yeah, I don't know what it is, but... What are those guys from Wizard of Oz? Ewoks. <laughs> That's what it is, though. No, you're right. I think it was uh, like yeah. uh, like uh, munchkins or something. Munchkins? Aw, that's yeah. not the cutest word ever invented. Yeah, it is. Can we come with you, Dorothy? No, it's actually Schmeagle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy is ugly. Yeah, he's nasty. 
<laughs> Those strands of hair that blow around on his head remind me of how bald I am. Oh, really? I'm starting to go bald. You are? Yeah. Oh, come on. That's not the same. Yeah, but I am starting to go bald, so that's inevitably I'll be bald, you know? You want to hear the worst thing? Uh, I hope you do. <laughs> I've been going losing my hair since like 21. And so anytime a friend of mine is like, shit, man, I think I'm losing my hair. I'm like, I don't care. I see. But to be clear, I wasn't like, shit, man, I'm actually okay with it. Like, yeah, I, wasn't, I did I notice. No, I did yeah. notice how you brought it up. You're like, I'm going bald. Yeah. Yeah, no, I used to like care about it. Well, it's weird. The way I found out about it was, it was I was str- it was actually a really uh, horrible. But also, one. just to make you feel better, just in, you're saying you don't care. Yeah. But also, e- even if you slightly do a little bit, yeah. Me looking at it, you're good. You're fine. Don't okay. worry. I appreciate it. I, can, I I also shave my head a lot, anyways, and I've done that before. I ever was going bald, and it looks fine. I have a good, you know. Shave I was head. like that too. I always get because the irony is when I was a teenager, I had the thickest afro hair in the world. And then this guy, my friend at school at the time named Brian, got all the girls and he had long, thin hair. So I'm not even, I would pray to God at night in the bathroom to have thin hair. And I wasn't even religious. I was just trying anything. (laughs) You wanted wispy hair? I wanted wispy, thin, long hair so girls would love me. And then I got the ultimate thin hair. It wasn't the 1970s, was it? Because I just imagine that big, <laughs> someone with a big afro. Yeah, I had a big and afro. And then someone with long hair. It just like, it I had a big afro. I had tight bell bottoms where my butt was really <laughs> squeezed in there. Whoa. Big round butt like an apple. Big afro like an apple. And you're telling <laughs> Everything was like an apple, Wait, shaped like an apple you in the 70s. got no girls? That's, yeah. In the 70s, everything was shaped like an apple. Got no girls. Mm. Yeah, I was a teenager in the 70s. No, I know you weren't. But that, <laughs> did you have an actual afro or just your hair was like that? Or did you wear it as like an No, it wasn't an big... afro, but it was like thick as hell. I see. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off though. Oh, I was just saying the way that I found out that I was yeah. going bald was like a really, um, it was publicly. I was, I was like on a stream. I was doing a game. I do my friend's gaming stream and I was on that gaming stream. We were talking about it before. And some guy said it to you? Some guy in the chat like uh, said, oh, Chris James, you know, hey, man, my man's going bald, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, what? In my head, I was thinking, what? But then I looked because it's on a slight delay. I'm watching the Twitch stream, you know? Yeah. And then I saw it and I saw it there on there and I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I had to like, but I was, my face was on camera and no one knew I was just finding TV, out. TV, yeah, like I looked balder. I remember seeing my head in a, in a security camera footage. Yeah in a convenience store after i robbed it Ooh. uh the police made me watch it no no but like i was like buying a wonder bar or something <laughs> and then i looked up and saw my head on a tv and i'm like hey it yeah. looked way worse than real life when i film myself those cameras go through your totally thin hair yeah. yeah they fuck with you because when i film my sets at the uh to put up to my stand-up comedy to put up online or whatever um yeah then I'll see it then too. Like it looks so much worse and it's crazy. I like look at myself in real life and I'm like, but then I sometimes wonder if I just am delusional. Sometimes I think that when I like on camera, I look a certain way and then in a mirror, I look okay. And I'm like, but am I delusional? And is the camera the right way that I actually looks like? And when I'm looking in the mirror, am I somehow like, I don't know. That's what I think to myself though. Like I, I yeah, cause maybe... You know what I do What? when I have the same dilemma? I just take my eyes out of my head and yeah, I throw yeah. them in the air. 
That would be the coolest thing to do if you could do stuff like that. I fucking hate that I can't look back at myself. Yeah. Like you can't, don't you hate that you can't see yourself how strangers might see you? Well, there's like security cameras will give you that option sometime. And yeah. just when I was in the marijuana dispensary, and it's okay, yeah. I'm allowed to go there. You still smoking a lot? What too much? A okay. little bit. A little bit too much. But you don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. Guess what? I'm trying not to drink right now. Oh, how's it going? I feel like a million bucks. Oh, so you're you're succeeding and not drinking. My, yeah, my sleep is well. Uh, my uh, depression seems gone instantly. It's yeah. crazy. I don't think alcohol is... I don't, I'm not like against drinking. It was just like not for me. But I don't think alcohol... I don't think anyone will say alcohol is good for depression. Like, I think yeah. it makes it like worse almost all the time. I know. And, I, and uh, at the age I'm at now, I'm really upset that it took me this long to put the two and two together because yeah but at least I, you did it now so i think most of my 20s and 30s i was depressed and i didn't know yeah and then i'd be drinking every night because of comedy but you mentioned i did that too yeah. you mentioned video games you mentioned the set stand-up yeah so that makes me okay by the way i i've, I've already said it but this is chris james oh hey that we're talking to you but yeah like you so we met as stand-ups doing stand-up but yeah. now you are a very tech savvy guy because we were talking about stuff before we started recording where I'm like, I don't know, wait, talk about it because you, you're taking a break from stand-up for a little bit because you've got something more important that you're into. Well, to me, it's to me, important. That's, yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. Which is way better. And then always to follow what you really want to do. Yeah. And it is like, sort of like shit I don't fucking understand because yeah. for me, the internet is still like refreshing Twitter and... Uh, watching an old interview on youtube or something well the good news for you i guess is that like you don't like seem that way online because you like on your twitter and stuff like that you seem to like get the whole like oh social like media the, wise i think promo promoting myself i think i'm tech i just and also like with the like the jokes of like how twitter jokes the ones that are funny you're you're funny on oh mine, i guess thanks. is what i'm saying well i'm not like yeah i'm not a moron i guess but like but you're deep into making like your well, web series or yeah, your web show, your YouTube show. So what? See, I already called it three things in one sentence. <laughs> Most people call it a podcast, and now I do have a podcast yeah. on my Patreon, which yeah. is a whole different thing. But it, basically, what it is is a it's a YouTube channel. I just got back today. Yeah. So it was suspended and taken down for about three weeks. But basically, what it is, I do a, a series where every week I make prank phone calls. Mostly it's prank phone calls. It's other stuff. Sometimes my stand-up sets or, or like sketches or short things like that. But yeah. mostly prank phone calls. To but it's the Not Even a Show. It's called the Not Even a Show. And you prank like hardcore conservatives a lot of yeah, the time? Yeah, like so I find their video streams of their shows and then I call into them. I have a big group of people. I have my own chat server that has like people can join. Um, it's called Discord. Some people so are listening. So this is where I may okay, have been like, I'm not this familiar is, with that yeah, a bit. This is yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. So... And you're, yeah, yeah. Discord oh, yeah, you is, just explained, yeah. yeah, Discord's like a gaming chat. See, I'm thing. not a gamer, and I think mm -hmm. I miss out on that part of it. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is, a lot of this is like gaming, but Discord um, isn't just used for gaming chat anymore. That's like the initial thing. 
but like a lot of people on their podcasts will use it to like because you can do really good video chat like video conferencing then like it's a pretty yeah. good connection so it's good for recording uh but yeah basically you can start your own server a, a, your own thing you start your own discord chat server and then you can send invites to people and put your own rooms in there and your own voice channels and like you make Sounds moderators it is pretty complicated but it's not that hard i know you're you have a girlfriend and you're moving in with your girlfriend we're moved in yeah but are you an incel <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> imagine i'm like that ignorant <laughs> Yeah, you sound like this guy I heard about in an article. Who, I read an article, I mean, and that's what you said. Yeah. yeah, there might be there might be incel adjacent people in. I mean, so I'm Dis- totally joking. Yeah, of course, Discord Discord is uh, is anybody can start. So actually, Discord it does have negative uh, associations with like alt right things stuff in the sense that they mm-hmm. can also start their own Discord chat server and have people join as well. Right, right. Um, so yeah, like all of the internet, totally, mostly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so basically for me what it allows me to do is have people help me to make prank phone calls i can coordinate them so i can go in there and say okay today we're prank calling this person Mm -hmm. and i have like 30 or 40 people who at any given time are there to make the prank phone calls and they're from all over the world so uh, it allows us to get through to all these different shows these fox news shows and like we've gotten on hannity Mm -hmm. and laura ingram's show and yeah, and then I re-edit the footage in sort of like that's the thing that I'm most into is the editing. So do all right people um, online so- seek you out to um, to troll you a bit because of like you subtly attacking these uh, um, yeah right wing well, shows and stuff. I got my channel my so I've had two Twitter accounts for the channel that have both been suspended. So I had one that got more followers than my regular account and then it got suspended. They never gave me any reason too. It's kind of weird. Like Twitter never told me why. They just said your account suspended forever. Don't people like have a hard time with what the Twitter guy yeah, chooses think, to ban and stuff? I think so and I don't know my theory on it isn't that he's like some like right wing guy who's like political. I just think it's like too big. Yeah. There's so many people on it and they don't have the infrastructure to handle it's hard to have ethics on that thing and and because it's it's it gets murky right yeah unless it's like obviously outright hate they just want to make money that's the they're a company all right there's that aspect Uh, yeah that's the main thing i think but yeah i i don't know but for me it was definitely and then now my youtube channel like i said just came back so i got that suspended so what was that suspended for it was dmca complaints i know that because Mm -hmm. they made copyright claims so my stance is i'm using it under fair use like i'm creating a parody with the video but this mm-hmm. one guy won this a guy named pete santilli is his name mm-hmm. and he's like he went to jail for two years mm-hmm. and is like part of the bundy group like this these freemen of the land who like mm-hmm. they they took some government thing hostage and anyways he's like a, a real freak what like he took pro- a government thing hostage yeah i mean i i'm not I don't have all the details, uh, clearly, but... Is he that was, guy that went to that park and then they were like, give us some snacks? So... <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No, They not. took over... Uh, it might be... It, like a national had, park uh, yeah, thing. It, but then they were like... Um, yeah. Everyone was mad at them because of their protest, but they were like, we need snacks. That was That's actually what he was associated with, truly insane truly That's crazy so he was like the spokesperson for that group i forget what it's called but anyways yeah that that exact like a, a bunch and one of the guys got killed one of the people got killed Whoa. like yeah so he's like a super intense did he dude. get killed or did he starve to death because no one no, sent no, them snacks killed by the police <laughs> i only read one article and i am i am a hundred percent 
aware that I'm ignorant of how that went down. I don't know. But I am too, really. I'm just, I just know the main thing is that this guy. A government agent killed him? No, a, pol- a police officer. A police officer killed one of his friends, like one Jeez, in this group. You know, this is intense. So he's like, this he's, is intense. Yeah, he's like a super paranoid guy. Is the point? So, anyways, he right. thought my channel was really funny, and he always, okay. you know, like a lot of them do. A lot of them play along with it. They like it. They think it's humorous. Right. They don't mind. They understand. I only it's call fair them game. Yeah, a, f- a few times a week. I don't try to take their shows over for the most part, and then, but he. If you fight for freedom of speech, you got to be open to parody as but well. But they aren't. Right. No, they they're that's not it's the way they critical, operate. It's hypocritical, you'd yeah, say. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. it's only when it, that type that stuff is so disingenuous for me. It's all just like it's all just like political shit. It's just like every time someone's it's all just whatever serves them, you know, at that point. Right. It's all they really, you know, politically. That's all they care about. All the same stuff with like digging up dirt on all these old ce- uh, celebrities and stuff, you know, about their like tweets about negative stuff you know like it's not that they actually care about those issues it's right. just that there's a chance to attack the other side with that information. Yeah. but this guy he thought i was actually coming after him because i create this i have like storylines and stuff within my prank calls and all these regular people that i call and regular characters that we call with and different groups and stuff so i, I i'm not just making prank calls i'm trying to like write a storyline using their shows to create this story so like Sometimes I'll get lost in that and I like, you know, I say to him, hey, we're enough. We're coming after you, you know, and he took that as me saying I was really coming after him. And so, so he felt threatened. Feel by threatened. Your and then he silly, silly totally, show. Totally. And then he he thought I was like an agent or something of some, oh. working for some larger group who was trying to like. So he made these claims and got my channel taken down, but then he agreed to retract them and it just took a really long time. But today it finally came through actually hang on i'm just gonna take a but do you get all your videos and views back yeah they're all back except for the ones that he made claims so it's basically just like it doesn't delete it all it just unlocks like locks it up yeah some of them are still down as of now but i think it's just the process lags and it just takes time for you know it's always funny to me about how passionate uh you get into a far like political ideology it's like paranoia has to accompany it yeah you know yeah, a lot of these guys. The are, farther you push yourself into fighting for super specific beliefs, like a paranoia seems to grow around everything else. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I'm, oh, the weird thing is the only... Um, Probably because you're taking like this crazy risk, in your opinion, I guess, you know. For um, him, his paranoia comes from read. the stuff that... <laughs> I'm just joking. I imagine <laughs> it was just like tubes. <laughs> tubes, yeah, he smokes <laughs> too much. No, he just like puts himself in all these positions where he's I'm actually, sorry, I'm in a goofy mood and you're talking okay. about something very serious. It's okay. I apologize because people <laughs> want to hear goofy stuff. They're listening to a fun No, no, this is interesting. Know. Well, but yeah, um, I, I actually wouldn't have got my channel back if I did not. Uh, I found his cell phone number online because I went to the like a, a directory where he registered a website and found his cell phone and called him and then was like was able to reason with him and explain to him that I'm just a comedian who lives in Canada and I'm only trying to make jokes. And he totally understood and then agreed to to retract it. And he did in the end. And so now I've gotten it back, which is sweet. That is incredible for yeah. two reasons to me just now. <laughs> One is that people with such far-reaching different views can come to like a, an understanding together, you know, um, when you reach out. And two, the cojones you have to even get involved with these strangers i could i don't like to me my type of comedy is 
let me make a short film where I make fun of myself. Let me make a stand-up bit where I make fun of myself. Even though I might have opinions about other stuff, I I can't engage. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I try you know, to like not, you don't have any fear about that. No, I don't have fear about it. But I don't. I'm not. I try not to be super political with. I'll explain to you like why I started to do the prank calls and put it up. It's because. Well, remember hate, last time I was here in December, you're like, "Do you want to do prank calls with me?" Yeah. And I was like, "I don't know if I have time." But really, I should have just told you. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that was my real feeling. That's totally fair. Lots of people. But, I mean, it's but I should. I don't know if I should. I don't know. You know. It's really fun. Some of them are fun to do it on now, and you don't have to be nervous because <laughs> they know so much what's happening that they're never yeah, you become like your own you. brand a bit yeah oh know? yeah and um yeah some of the guys are like uh try to become too chummy and then it's weird you know what i mean where yeah. they like want to be really friendly with me and send me messages outside of it and talk to me about stuff and I'm like what? Like, Remember when you made fun of this? That was great. No, like about life and about like, you know, like be, become my Facebook friend and talk to me. And, and some of the times I'm like, hey, you know, I I, I respect you, your right to be a human being, but I don't really respect any of your views yeah. or anything like that. I respect your right to have a show, I suppose. Are there people that are mistakenly thinking that because you're joking with them, you might sl- slightly be aligned with them politically. No one said that really. Um, but do you have that feeling or something? Because I don't no. understand why someone would reach out in a chummy way if they're if you're literally parroting what they believe it's passionately believe in. It's really bizarre. They for one, they don't see it always as parodying. I remember one of the most amazing things is there's one guy, a blind guy named Jim Lockwood, who became basically like the big main guy. And he's actually coming back soon uh, to show... Uh, but he was off for a long time. He became, we, he had swords up behind him. Yeah. And so we'll, we like to pick Zatu a thing Ichi. out. Yeah, we like to pick a thing out <laughs> about a host to continue to harp on something mundane. Yeah. So something where we could get a reaction out of them by only mentioning, like there's one guy named JJ McCartney. And we, if you call him and mention anything about a shirt, any single reference to a shirt, he mm. will lose it. Why? Because we because we used to call him and ask him about his shirt and <laughs> say he had a nice shirt and uh, just say, hey, man, what kind so of shirt is that? So you broke his mind. I, I guess. I mean, but he is the most despicable. He is such an incredible homophobe, transphobe. Like, he uh, is just every single thing he says is awful. So every so time who I cares feel, if you broke his mind? I, I, every time I feel guilty, I, I say this because people ask me about it. Like, because, yeah, there's some of these hosts where, we, you know, we've they get pissed off and you can see it when I'm editing the footage, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. And sometimes it's hard cause you're seeing this is a person and they're trying to do their show and you're fucking making their life wor- a little worse at this moment for sure. Mm-hmm. But then I think about all of my friends who they would want dead. All of my, my trans friend, my, my gay friend and my, you know, mm-hmm. every, everybody like that, you know, my friends who are Muslim who, who they would want dead. Yeah, and, and I think about how they're literally out there on a daily basis trying to get these other people uh, uh, to, to believe the same thing, and it's just like. Uh, so I you shouldn't... think their xenophobia goes that far, and their fear oh. goes that far where they think those people should be dead? The people that I am calling are not the ones I'm talking about. These are not mainstream right wing, even by any means. These are people not on any mainstream radio thing. Yeah. And their views are abhorrent. I mean, they wouldn't outwardly say that probably because they know they would get in a lot of trouble for that. But so to you, it's also your duty 
to like drive these people insane. No, I I wouldn't say that. I more just use it as a rationalization when I start feeling guilty. I just want to make fun. I just want to make it fun. So what I was saying before is like, it was the worst part. I was seeing it everywhere. My Twitter and my TV, everyone's talking about US politics and all this negativity coming out of there. The world's coming to an end and nothing was funny to me about it. I never saw anything funny. Yeah. Saturday Night Live was the worst shit yeah. about it to me. I don't know. Maybe some people thought it was funny, and I apologize if you did. But it, to me, it was the worst shit ever, and it wasn't funny. And no one was. And, and so I was. I wanted to try to, in my uh, uh, way, try to figure out some type of a way to make it funny. Yeah. Um. To make some of this stuff funny and bring some humor out of this like awful part of the world that I'm dealing with, just for me personally. Mm-hmm. And then so that's like was the idea of it. And so I, like, to do straight ahead sort of satire or anything about what these people were doing seemed so outrageous because what they were saying was already so outrageous. So just to take it and highlight it through editing, I'm like, you know, I do a lot of editing where I'll, I'll like pull back words. I do a lot of pitch shifting. I do a lot of like freezing on words and like, like a lot of like zoom in stuff, like slow zooms on their face to like with music. And, and so, uh, I try to highlight how ridiculous it is Mm -hmm. and try to bring some humor out of it with like, you know, we like to do Bofa pranks. Like, it's a famous online prank, Bofa, if you know what it is. Let's say it. So you just, in any discussion you say online, you say, like, I heard it was actually, <clears throat> it had something to do with, like, Bofa. You just wait for someone to say, what's Bofa? And then they just say, Bo- you just say, Bofa, he's nuts, you know? Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like people, it's a famous thing that's been on Twitter and, like, you know, famous people, like, politicians have been. So we do mm-hmm. it on, you know, I'll do it on a, a prank call. I'll say, like, mm-hmm. Antifa is one thing but like have you heard about bofa you know and then they're like what's bofa you know and then you hit him with the bofa he's nuts <laughs> and usually that's what i mean like that uh uh is just silly are like you a fan the, of vic burger big time vic burger subscribes to the really? channel and vic burger is a is that a, is a great honor so vic burger yeah i know vic burger and i've done him and i have done stuff together for with jesse lee peterson who like we did a video where i him myself and tim heidecker and vic burger prank called him all as part of this thing yeah no that's incredible the, i love vic burger and when he yeah. sent me he's when he sent me a do you message, think he's almost like the f- grandfather of this shit I wouldn't say he is. I think maybe uh, DJ Doug Pound is. Right. Yeah. yeah. DJ Doug Pound is, I the think, two, yeah. from Tim and Eric. He was the guy who kind of did that yeah, shit. He, yeah. Yeah, first. Um, but there's other people, too. And Vic Berger has I a lot forgot. of unique yeah, stuff. I forgot. Yeah, DJ Doug Pound was their editor, right? Yeah, yeah. And Yeah, and he's the one of the funniest guys in the world. I love DJ. DJ Dark Pound, have you seen that? Totally. When he opens for their... Yeah, I went <laughs> and watched <laughs> The screaming lady. <laughs> he does He does. I know him. He DJ. follows... Yeah, I know hey. him a bit. I've done some shows with him. I really uh, like him. I like him a lot. It's weird. When I was editing, when I was first starting it up, I was like kind of editing. And I definitely do a lot of, I mean, I'm inspired by it. I try to do my own unique things in my editing, but you can't help when you're trying to do comedy editing that you're going to do some of the same stuff that Vic Berger. It's like a genre at this totally. point. Totally. And so it was funny though. I was editing and I went across the street at that time. I lived over uh, like Maine and like uh, Broadway and there was this real cool bar across the street really away from downtown though and i was like editing and i went over there to meet uh, sean devlin you know mm-hmm. who that is He's yeah a yeah really funny comedian and lives in vancouver and he was at this place and uh, the lido is what it's called if you live in vancouver if you've been there it's a cool bar but then tim heidecker and uh, dj doug pound were there they were doing a show and i don't know why they ended up going there 
but it felt like this really like cool moment. Did you tell like, them like no? Hey, uh, I didn't. I, I said like, hey, I'm coming to the show tomorrow night. Like no, I said to him like, hey man, what's up? I, you're uh, you were so awesome when you were here last time, you know? Yeah. And then he was like, we're here tomorrow night. We're doing a show, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have to go ahead and comment. Yeah, and then that's when I saw him do DJ Dark Pound. I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so cool. So yeah, that's basically as of right now, and I have so much anxiety about it still that I'm gonna look on my phone and the channel's gonna be taken down again. Yeah. But as of right now, it's back up, and I feel good. I have a Patreon, like I said, which is mm-hmm. a thing where people, you know, do a monthly donation. And you say like that's going really well. I've only added up a month, and I have yeah, I have over a hundred patrons, and people want you know they I get. I'm like doing math in my head. <laughs> yeah, but you. Uh, <laughs> you have to offer additional content, you know, and, and yeah, uh, right. I have That's time. I, I don't have a job. I'm not doing mm-hmm. stand up, like I said, as much. So mm-hmm. I have time to do it. So I'm able, I do a whole extra episode and a podcast every week. And, uh, and so yeah. only Patreon subscribers get that content. Yeah, that's right. And then one episode for everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, like you don't have to be a Patreon person. Anybody can get it. You can have the other one too. I'll send you a link. You don't have to be me. Yeah, if you I just get like want to li- if you want to access? listen to like the Jim Lockwood interview or something. No, I feel like I should use your Patreon. No, 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 no. I always feel awkward. Actually, it's a weird thing. If if one of my friends, do you think that donates? this uh, the this um, sort of like subculture of communicating with strangers through media is like more of a a world to a lot of these people than going out into the real world oh yeah i mean for <laughs> me it feels like it sometimes definitely like and even I, for yourself even for myself but you play softball yeah and i do get out yeah <laughs> I, I have i have a softball i have a girlfriend we go out on dates and stuff and i get out in the real world but i know sometimes i feel like and my girlfriend would tell you that i i'm on my phone a lot you know and well i think i am too even just for like twitter and instagram and exactly stuff. but i'm on the discord that's the thing that chat right server. so you're, it's like so i'm on 20, mine yeah, constant and then yeah, i'm also on another one for my friend's twitch stream which is a really big discord you know and so i have a but you know there's something cool about it because i have real they're my friends i think of them as my actual friends and like when i go to prince george and like i, I used to that's that sounds nerdy to have like i think of them as my they're online <laughs> but, it, but they are like i think of it there's a genuine there's a chat like a voice channel so you're talking to them their voices you know like i'll put my airpods in and i'll yeah. just be walking around with my friends in my head talking to me so if you met them in real life you'd may, be disappointed in what them. they look like no i've met a few of them <laughs> actually i was kind of no i was kind of disappointed you're like this is what you look like i was like i thought i just thought taller that's all. They're all short. Every one of them. <laughs> Every person you meet from online is so short. That's what you'll realize. You're taller than me. I must be from be from online. I may be from online. I bet. Well, I'm pretty tall yeah. too. Maybe that's it. That's what it is. How tall are you? Six foot two. Yeah. Yeah, that's tall. They're not short. They're normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm scared that I tweeted something and then everyone's mad at me. One is, time, my friend. This Jesse, is how good my podcast is. I check my tweets in the middle of it. One time my friend Jesse tweeted something that made people so mad that they put it on Fox News. What was it? Oh, you can't say. No, I well, can I don't say want it. my podcast to be Yeah, you don't want to get in intro, but I think it's yeah, it was like something to Charlie Kirk, the guy from mm-hmm. Turning Point USA. I don't know. He's a he's a Is alt, it Fox News? He's an alt-right figure. 
He's just like, mm. a, anyways. He's I a try to avoid that stuff. It's too he, negative for me. Yeah, it's cool that you avoid it. That's that's probably what I should have done. No, I mean, I dip in to try and learn what's going no, on. No, it's not. Honestly, you're doing the right thing oh. because it's all just brings negativity that I had to try to turn into some sort of positivity. But still, it does drive me a bit crazy sometimes because sometimes I'll still be listening to this radio show on hold and these people are saying this crazy stuff. And like sometimes I'm just like, oh, you know? Yeah. But for the most part, uh, I, I love like the, you know, there's, there's these people who love it and it's somewhat of a community or something around it. And that's what I like. And that's why the one thing I was going to say about the discord was if I go to a gig in Prince George, mm-hmm. then they're it's still there. Right. I'm in my hotel room and I'm still chatting with them just like I'm at home. And it gives me a sense of community that I can take with me everywhere. Then I love having community. So it, it gives Do me. Do you ever better- feel that you are tra- trapped in flesh? <laughs> It's like it's like all some questionnaire you're reading off of to see if you have some online addiction. <laughs> you are just trapped in a flesh vessel. You're trapped in hell. You're yeah, stuck. I never think about it. Too you much. do you like the movie Johnny Mnemonic? I've never seen it. <laughs> Is it with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, he flies through the internet. Um, oh. I think. No, here's the thing. I was going to say, it sounds like you've almost created your own utopia. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... Like, if I, I ask you what your utopia is... But I do have some ideas for a utopia. Sure, well. I'd love to hear it. But yeah. you definitely have meticulously crafted um, a neat little niche that works for you. Yeah. I, with comedy. I, yeah, I definitely... Because you got a little deflated about stand-up. Even that or something like i understand no i i get i get often deflated about it i talk about it often i yeah because we talked about it when i last time i was here too yeah when when one person is deciding if for me it was like i put so much into certain things and it was like i was allowing one person to decide if i was happy for months at a time and i just thought it's probably better if i that's not yeah yeah i make the decision myself that's not what it's for so then so i so i'm like yeah i don't i like doing stand-up but i know what you mean yeah i don't like the stand-up comedy the idea (sighs) of trying to make it as a stand-up comedian but i like to in do the it. entertainment industry some of the gatekeepers are f- fools you know and, and it's not and you don't want to be like pander to them or yeah i mean it's even if they aren't fools even the ones that are nice and that you know what i mean they're not gonna put yeah you there up are a lot year. that are nice too they're but not gonna they're not gonna put you up every year and then every year now you're gonna feel bad do you know what i mean like, i think now everyone knows what you're talking about <laughs> oh like <laughs> just for laughs, <Yeah. laughs> No, I'm not specifically. Just for last or not, not that's about, not who I was insinuating. I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about. I w- I'm talking about all any Canadian festivals. Any, you know, it used to be. It <laughs> I, used to be. Uh, I gotta delete now. this now. You have to delete the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, by the way, at all. I, if you do, you could care, but I could care less. If you're deleting it on. I me. personally was thinking of some like maybe some tv networks oh no it, it's not yeah. tv networks at all it's just yeah. comedy festivals and like it used to be you know i was early on comedy now was still a thing so that was one of the mm-hmm. things but it's just everything in general it's nobody specifically but it's, it's hard like, yeah it's yeah a it's hard like any, any festival halifax winnipeg anything like that anything you submit to and then you don't get you know or anything yeah. that you comes up and you had an opportunity to get yeah it wasn't anything against them like i did those i did you know the festivals those people it was just a matter of the every year would come around and then I'd just be like, ah, I guess I'm, I guess I'm not one of the better standups. Like that was how I took it. Cause I had no self-confidence right. without that. The I rejection had, part is hard. It, it, you took it too personally. Yeah, exactly. I had no, 
I, I didn't have enough self-worth. It's really hard not to. You have to have self-worth. If you have mm-hmm. self-worth and you're like, hey, I'm fucking cool and good no matter what, yeah. then that shit doesn't phase you. And that's how I, what I realized. Some people, it doesn't phase them. Yeah, but I think uh, maybe in that in the way you put it, I might have some self-worth. Because mm-hmm. I, I trudge on and like uh, do produce my own shows and have fun and stuff. But then also, um, then I th- even though it seems successful, there's a part of me that's like, Am I delusional? Like it's weird. You never, you never, you never know. Yeah. Because comedy is this weird kind of thing. You're not like delu- I mean, people I think. Why, actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you're not delusional. Yeah. You are the king. Yeah. All of a sudden, I say you're not delusional at all, and in your head, you're like, okay. <laughs> no, it's like, um, yeah, no, uh, it's all good. It's like you know, and the, the people, yeah, it's hard. Hmm. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of people who... They can't take it personally. Yeah, exactly. And but I, I get why you do. And I do. Yeah. but You got to catch yourself. You got to yeah, catch yeah, yourself. Oh, oh, it came from me. And I'll, mm. I go to a therapist and stuff and talk about it and try yeah. to like... You know, you try to figure out how to get self-worth and just... Is your therapy, therapist patient with this stuff? Yeah, she's cool. She's <laughs> chill. She's chill. She's just like... That's uh, nice. No, she tries to like tell me that I'm just supposed to like myself no matter what. Yeah. But that's isn't that dumb? Or you said yeah, like you agree with her? No, I'm saying yeah, as in like I acknowledged what you said. I see, because I think that's crazy. But she's that's what they say. You're just supposed to like inherently from the get go. What's like, that kind of therapy? That's yourself. um, I don't know. It's what called it? uh, CB or what's yes, it called? Uh, cognitive behavioral CBT. CBT, but that to me CBT is like. Could be boiled down as like Zen aphorisms. Well, I don't know what that is. Like just like be in the moment, man. Mm, well, it's like enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, that would be. I think mostly what it helps me with is like having somebody to go talk to every single uh, week who's like super understanding and pretty smart and like has good suggestions for coping and. Things I think like it helps. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. I don't no. get a lot of suggestions from mine. Really? No. She just listens, or he? Is it a she or a he? She. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe. Is it? Have you ever had a male therapist? <laughs> no, I've had a male masseuse. Really? And <laughs> I, I never had a male. I had Marco. A male, Marco. <laughs> I'm not asking. <laughs> I, I'm like moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Someone gifted Kathleen and I a couple's massage. That's awesome. But we both got these men that's rubbing our backs and i was like side by side or separate rooms side by side that's, that's funny two men rubbing us was it a good know. massage hmm? was it a good massage like well you, the thing is is like one is like do you like massages hmm, is kathleen enjoying a new man touching her oh, and I then see. with me it's like mm, am i gay <laughs> So it wasn't like a romantic couple's thing. It was like men are intruding into my love life. In a lot of ways. I'm totally making a joke about it. It was actually like, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she enjoyed it too. But there's a massage place I go to near my house that is, so far as I know, all women. That was the one time the couple's massage was this guy named Marco rubbed my my hairy, (laughs) damp, sticky back. <laughs> but he's the pro about it. Yeah, like uh, he didn't. He was just like totally. Well, uh, there was a part of him too where he was like, you know, like I don't want to rub this guy's short back. Straw. Like he got the short straw. Yeah, he was know? like, uh, oh god. 
Yeah, that's too bad for him, I guess. But you know what? Hey, man, that's his job. And think rubbing it. my back is like rubbing the back of a raccoon that got struck by lightning. <laughs> but if you think about it, some guys have to clean gutters out and stuff. Well, I'm rub- sure it's my. It's not that different. But I'm saying there must be worse jobs than rubbing your back. He was but, pulling sludge off of my back. But gutter sludge. I think of something like what about. People, I don't want to disparage other people's jobs, actually, now that I think of it. Because I'm going to name jobs and be like, oh, that job's worse. And then it's like, well, why no, am I, I know. You know what I always job? thought was funny was um, the way John Travolta got in trouble was he was asking his uh, male masseuse to like go into his butt or something. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think he just was having sex. He just No, like, I don't think the masseuse wanted to do that. I think he was he was like using his power of celebrity to be like, Lower, lower. No, but inside, in there. (laughs) No, I think he he had he famously did that with a lot of. It wasn't. Oh, really? I didn't. That's. I don't want to say. I actually. I mean. I guess it's hearsay, right? Because I think it is allegedly. I'll say allegedly. Allegedly, there's that's not an isolated thing. That that was like his like modus. Hey, John Travolta, if you're listening right now, tweet us the truth. Yeah. Hey, John. Hey, John Travolta. Defend yourself. Yeah, at not even a show and at you told well, me. Well, don't bring me in. <laughs> and also at not even a show is suspended. Is well. it? Oh, yeah. Oh, suspended. God. And NEA. So you didn't get that back. I didn't get my. And I made a new one and they suspended that one as well after like. Darn, because you're a very supportive Twitter account for me. Yeah, I was. I would tweet. Thank it. you. I mean, but I still have my old one, which a lot of the followers have come over to my like uh, original, which I. But a lot of those guys that you like to get their. Uh, they get they amass mass numbers and then they get suspended or or deleted oh i mean some of those other like comedians you told me about oh yeah like i was lucky to not i guess have tons but for me mm-hmm. it's all i've known i've never known lots so for me it was lots no i'm not saying you didn't have as lot no, no no but i'm saying it does happen with like totally comedians that just take risks yeah it, it, it happens less with bigger accounts and verified accounts because they know that oh it's they're a, getting a lot of yeah, yeah it's gonna be a big deal Ad too. Revenue. and also it's gonna be a big deal and their followers are gonna cause a stink whereas with a smaller account no one's gonna ah. fucking say anything you know so wait, did we even say one utopian ideal? Oh, okay. Well, I do want I, I do want uh, pe- to be mandatory for people to go to movies once a week. To tell the movies. Me wh- I'm fine with that, but tell me why. Because I've become <laughs> why, obsessed. Where coming from? I've become obsessed with going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I made me realize like it, well, it's the only place I because I do my channel and I do it myself. I have to like take days off. And I have to take my mind off of it, but I can't because mm-hmm. I'm like passionate about it and I want it to succeed. So I'm always thinking about it and I have to do like, I can't just watch a movie at home. I have to like go to the movie and go into the theater and sit down. And then every time I do that, I'm able to shut off completely. And I don't even care if the movie's good or bad. Uh, it always is like a cathartic experience for me. Um, and I think that that um, so during a bad movie, you can still shut off your mind. Absolutely, and I can like try to think about like, is this a good like? It's usually if it's really bad, it's hard because I want to leave. But very uh, infrequently has that happened. And I think also you should have to watch sports or something that's a competition mm-hmm. between two things that don't actually mean something. That's harder for me. 
that's interesting because I, I I don't naturally go to sports, but it doesn't. Have but to be I like sports. watching. Yeah, it. it doesn't have to be sports. Sorry, it just has to be because I realize that's not really fair to say because not everyone's gonna like the idea of sports. But competition. But you think you like healthy competition? Well, it's my if what I think is like that uh, that human beings naturally want to have competition and people to hate like an ad like a different team. Like from when we were like in like tribes or whatever, you know. Yeah. So we wanted to like naturally like to to have yeah. someone. That's why people are like, "Oh, you Toronto Maple Leafs, fuck you!" Like mm-hmm. fucking fuck the Leafs. Like that's where that like whole idea comes from. But I think that's good because I think those guys are okay and they mm-hmm. know that hockey players and the athletes who are getting that hate, they recognize it's coming from some bizarre place and mm-hmm. it's not meaningful or real and they are making tons of money for it. And so it's a tremendous outlet for people. I didn't get that when I was younger, only until uh, later. Me too. Like, you know, I, I had no understanding and I didn't, I wasn't thinking about movies before either as being like a genuine escape and like a thing that had any sort of meaning in the world. I always thought of them as super meaningless and I would think of like popcorn movies and big blockbusters, like only dumb people would watch them. But then I thought more and more that like, maybe it's like also people who want something completely away from reality. Yes. So something that like, I don't want to watch a movie with people talking and things like that, because that's the thing that I'm trying to get away from. I want like fantasy. I want big crashes and stuff I think like you that. want, mo- yeah, I think you're right. So I think- when I was younger and more naive about the world, I wanted hyper-realistic films. Mm-hmm. And then the more the world got like intense and crushing, no, I, I just want to see uh, Thanos snap his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> My dad and I go to Star Wars now and sit in the D box. Like, yeah, man. You know, it like rumbles around <laughs> in the 3D, you know, and I'm like, ah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And when I was younger, I wouldn't even go with him. He, he wanted to go the whole time because he already knew. Yeah, he's like, trust me, <laughs> <He's> Chris. <laughs> <laughs> trust like, me, Chris. Trust Come me. see Star Wars. Yeah, with yeah. Me. <laughs> he's like, get an early start so you know the whole thing and all the story. That's so funny. But yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate movies. And yeah, and the sports thing, I I really think is like it's healthy as long as you. So you get the benefit of essential, like you think it's essential for entertainment, as catharsis for the burdening load of society. And I want to say that people are like gonna hate things. I think that that you have like a want to hate things, and so it gives you an outlet to hate something with no real meaning right. it's not really hurting anybody and yeah. it's a it's an outlet for that so that then i'm i'm not feeling the need to yell at some other person for me i have a bad temper or whatever you know i think it is funny how the new england patriots uh for example have become this ire uh for like uh liberals yeah like, you know like they represent the sort of like right wing team in I football mean, yeah totally i mean they are because of Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. And his association. Yeah. But they're also just a hated team. And that just, yeah, that's all the... But, but LeBron is actually, the uh, for another example, LeBron is like the nicest guy in real life. Mm-hmm. Like with all these like sort of like... Totally, uh, yeah, the school that he built obviously uh, recently. Which yeah, he amazing. does like all this outreach type of stuff. and But then when he's playing, he's a real bastard. And people fucking love to hate him. Maybe and he, he and knows. He, I, he, yeah, there's a part of like athletes I think that are like... Okay, in this town, I'm playing this role and I don't give a shit because yeah. I'm going to play hard and that's part of it, you know? And then wrestling just gets it totally. Wrestling takes all the stuff out of it, WWE and stuff, and they're just like, fuck taking any chances. We're going to literally give you villains to boo and scream <laughs> at an eight, you know? I think I'm literally still... Um, I think I'm still... Um, 
I don't watch wrestling. Prejudice against wrestling. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. I, I think d- of it as it's bad because you know I know some people like a lot of people like it mm. and not not just in the. Do you ever watch it live? No. Okay, so there's local wrestling, and my dad and I went recently. Your dad knows. My dad's the best. He, we, we were, we go to, we always go to like brunch across the street from the Russian community center where they have this wrestling and he would talk about it every single week. Like, Hey, we got to go out to that wrestling. Hey, I remember I tell you guys when you were five years old, I took you to the WWF. He like tells the story every time, you know? And then, so for father's day, I bought tickets. He's never free, but I thought I'll just buy them anyways. So I bought him and he was free and he got, we got to go and he's never had so much fun. It's like something about being there. It really is like a, a weirdly cool oh, experience I think I, being there i think i would really enjoy my it. dad had his camera out like taking videos of the guys and stuff like yeah yeah he was like he couldn't he couldn't stop they came and put like a baseball bat beside us you know like because it was some crazy uh like no rules match coming out and he just couldn't that fucking baseball bat you kidding me like you just couldn't get over it. i've uh, never i've you've never seen him so happy there's like and and uh, uh he took you when you were five yeah we saw the bushwhackers whoa yeah he loves to tell it was like a riot he said he says that they these guys he said i thought we were gonna he always says I what does we he do gonna, for a living he's in finance he's nearly retired oh now. there you go he's like a finance he needs guy. some fucking jazz yeah, he was a brilliant softball player. Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to go out and watch him play softball, and he was like skinny guy, but like he was, you know, one of the best. One of the he's super athletic. And dude. so yeah, and then uh, like, have you been playing softball the whole time? Or? Yeah, I played with him. Wow. Yeah, like when I turned like nineteen, twenty, and I played like hardball. Like I was pretty, uh, like played pretty decent level hardball, and then mm-hmm. as soon as I finished, I started playing in the league that I watched, and like my dad and I played on a team. That's really nice. I don't meet a lot of. <laughs> people especially comedians that have a good relationship with parents in oh, general and, and i didn't live with my dad growing up my mom yeah. i'm really really close with like my mom i'm actually way closer with. yeah i know yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you've mentioned that before is that true though that people don't that comedians don't have a good relationship um or i don't know i don't know yeah or maybe comedians are just good at expressing they use the awkwardness of parental children relationship to yeah. create material i guess trauma Childhood but a lot trauma. of my friends are from divorces for sure I mean, my parents are yeah. divorced for sure yeah yeah my parents were divorced so but i still like i guess i didn't always have a good relationship with my dad but i do now certainly yeah. in adult life yeah. well very nice and you're a dad i'm a dad now right <laughs> i fucking forgot and i'm expecting my other daughter any minute now in september is that true yeah i'm gonna have two girls oh man that's that's awesome yeah but I, i'm gonna move to la and yeah. then that i won't see them again that's <laughs> I'm actually, just joking actually probably smart though because two of them is a lot of respect that's too much it's loud in, in here. And la is uh it's a happening place it's brother. cool i'm gonna make it <laughs> yeah uh no i i'm really excited um, I'm especially, I mean, you know, my wife and I have just been enjoying, uh, our daughter so much. She's yeah. really a fun, hilarious, uh, beautiful kid. And just to think of her as an older sister for a, a new one. Yeah. Pretty touching. Fair. Pretty what, nice. What's the de- two years? It'll be two and a half when she's born. 
That's very that's a that's very nice. Yeah. So my my wife's really yeah. I only have social media to go off of, but you have a very you have a beautiful family, and it seems like like you can see in the pictures that it seems like there's just so much like fun and happiness happening. You know. Yeah, yeah. we joke around, laugh a lot. You know, yeah. it's sometimes it's hard, but I mean, of course, it's it is a fun vibe. It's a human being, fun, that open, doesn't, honest. Doesn't know vibe. how to take care of itself at all. It completely needs you to help it with everything. Yeah, and the the phase that they go through when they're two that's not like made well, up they call it terrible twos i've heard i know but apparently you're not supposed to say that near them because it's a negative connotation i see oh, so i read this article it's not it's good to say the titillating what is, twos <laughs> <laughs> terrific twos baby oh you try reverse psychology no no it's like, like yeah, no yeah. it's like what is it the boundary phase or something Something like that, because they're pushing boundaries. I see. Um, I don't think we talked about your utopia that much. We just talked about life a lot. Yeah. Is there any other ideas? I like. I like that we. I like. It's been a good discussion, though. Yeah. We. I like the idea that entertainment is important and it's cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that a lot of the, the explaining that you do did of the the YouTube channel that you have now. I think that's part of it to me. I mean, it's my real life. Because you literally built something that works exactly for what you want to do here and now. Yeah. When you were feeling like uncomfortable about another aspect of comedy, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Community is so important to me, and I really had a dream, and I've I've never really had a dream. (laughs) I really had a dream. Well, you can log on and check out Chris's dream. (laughs) No, I really thought to myself. No, like no, I really like I wanted to. I want to like. I thought, hey, can I build something that's good? Like, I think that I ha- I'm, I'm I'm good at editing for comedic purposes, and I think I can be funny. So, can I build this thing? And every it's the only thing I've ever done, really, way more so than stand up, where everything that I sort of laid out and said, I hope to get this by this point, it all sort of kept aligning and kept happening. And uh, I kept getting help, like a lot of my friends online and stuff. I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. I'd still be doing it to 100 people. But it's like, you know, and now 1,000 or 1,200 or whatever watch. And I have patrons and stuff. And mm. I fucking love doing it. Like, I genuinely love it. It's the most fun thing I've ever done. And the fact that I get to do it and people give me money to do it is the coolest thing. And yeah. it is a utopia for me. See? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, how do you real. build on that? Okay, give me like a jazzy version of the utopian world outside of entertainment and uh, creating the comedy world that you want to do. Like, I don't know, what is the sky pink or something? Uh, let's, <laughs> oh, this guy actually is orange all the time. Because yeah. I love that like hue of orange, mm-hmm. you know, like when it's like a sunset or... That or, orange creamsicle sort of look. Yeah, where it's kind of going from red to... Just a su- nice sunset mm-hmm. look. That's That would be nice all the time. Although... Mm-hmm. Right now we're in a dang there's smoke all the time, so I wouldn't mind just seeing that that nice blue sky. Yeah, um, but I would say here's something nice for the utopia. Um, quarters are worth fifty cents now. <laughs> yeah, I'm already can. Yeah, this is gonna get hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, 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 no, I. I think that, um, do, I mean, it would probably take a while to actually, we're probably like too deep into it to actually talk about like maybe what my real utopia is and stuff. So I, should I? We can go. I can edit out some. Should I give it? I I can edit out the nice stuff I said about my family. Um, (laughs) I mean, no, maybe, can I just give one more joke answer instead? It's up to you. We have like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, well, I would say in my utopia, that probably people have said this before, but I would eliminate borders. Mm-hmm. I hate borders. I think nationalism is very stupid and it's divisive. And mm-hmm. it's just people, uh, again, same thing I was saying before, wanting someone to be angry at or like have like as like a as like a uh, enemy, just looking for enemies and finding people. And I think it like uh, which isn't so bad, I realize, but it's like if you're being nasty about it, you can also say it gives people pride for stuff they didn't do. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Canadian, you know, like you beat your ass in World War Two. Like, you, yeah, you don't have any, mm-hmm. you know, you you don't do any of that stuff. But I guess mm-hmm. it's good for people to have pride. That's not so bad in their in our country. They yeah. can feel empowered. The worst part about Canada is we think that we're these leaders of peace. But the true fact is, is we're just still a baby country. So we don't have a big population and we haven't had to experience a lot of the other issues that other countries have had yet. Yeah, that's very true. And we also do have our historic, you know, like our history of things that aren't peaceful at all. Exactly. You know, so it's all fake. Yeah. And on the world center stage, on the world stage, when we're like, we're you got to follow our example of peace. We're wimps. We actually don't fight that much. So we we can't we're weak. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're go, when you're a weak country saying peace brother, it's cuz you're weak. Yeah, yeah. Like you you have a stronger you have stronger countries sticking up for you. That's why you they, get to say peace. You're saying if they were stronger they would they if we were stronger we would be If we were pushed into a corner and we had to be. Yeah. We wouldn't lead by that example that much anymore. And America's pushing us into that corner now. I weirdly... They're like abandoning us a bit. Just because of the... For now they are. Because of the relationship between the two leaders, mostly, I think, probably. But Who yeah. knows? Between that one leader and everybody else on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but I used yeah. to be really like... Not, I used to have like a lot of pride in... I don't Canada. know if I 100% believe in that, but it was something I was throwing out there, But by the way. What? What I was just saying. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. I wonder. I wonder like that sometimes. It's not that. Totally. Like, I don't like the uh, the idea of Canadians being righteous and being like, we're peace-loving, you know, on the world stage, but we've got this sort of, like, benefit still in yeah. a lot of ways to to portray that. Yeah, like, I think... Like, stronger countries have our back. Yeah, totally. And we don't have an overpopulated country yet that is, like, has a lot of... Pe- we have a lot of space and a lot of resources to, to enjoy still. Yeah. Why did I get into that? Um, because I talked about borders. Uh, yeah. That was my fault. Okay. I said there should be no borders. So that's just like a big thing for me. Is that well, like, if there's no borders, then everyone's going to come up to Canada and it's going to be a lumber free for all. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just running away. <laughs> with big stacks of Everyone lumber. from every other country being like, yeah. yoink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. In idealistically, I agree with you. Obviously, I'm just making jokes. Yeah, here. of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you gotta keep it entertaining for your podcast listeners and for my, ourselves. Come on. Yeah, that's true. We deserve it. You guys having fun? Hey, what are you? How are you guys doing? <laughs> Follow us on Border Town. <laughs> uh, Is that a real show? <laughs> um yeah sure probably it's the only kind of show that uh cbc will Hilt, pick up yeah i tell you what nowadays just, just kidding if it was the 90s say any name and it's probably a show you know don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the tv should just be called shows get rid of advertisements wait are they important are advertisements important not to us but to who 
Corporations. Uh, corporations. So if we could get rid of advertisements. That's what Patreon does. It's all a trick. Patreon is good at that. They take some of the money and they're a corporation, so that sucks, but you eliminate all the other corporations by not having to do any advertisements. And then they just take a small percentage and you directly connect with people who just say, hey, I like your material. Yeah. So I'll pay $5 a month to get extra material. And it's yeah. like a model that's happening a lot more now, obviously, with like monthly, you know, like monthly subscription-based stuff. But I think that's yeah. good, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm not smart on it. Yeah, like Tom Thompson, the great Canadian painter, was never sponsored by Pizza Pizza. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Some like old rich man in a fur coat gave him a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it lasted him the whole winter. <laughs> I'm with you. Here, you want to hear my oh, my wisdom these days about of advertising? Is there is there ads on this on the show? There is, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not pizza pizza. <laughs> Wait, is pizza pizza around still? But I should also start a Patreon, eh? I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's not the same. I, then I, I, I you just have to do a bonus episode a week. That's all. So you just have to, or not necessarily. You can do one every two weeks, or sometimes people just do it every month. But for me, like I feel like I'm a, I want to give some value for it or whatever. But some people just have fans, and then they just start a Patreon, and they don't even have extra content, and people just start donating because they're like, hey. I just like it so much. Yeah, thanks for all the stuff you did previously. That's really know? nice. Yeah, yeah. Some people have Patreons for sh- just shit. Yeah. Some people are like, like nonsense. They, like they're yeah. not talented and they suck and they're lazy. They shit onto a lined piece of paper. <laughs> and they take a photo of it and they're just like, yeah, they're like, and you're like, what? Like, what do I get? What's my reward? But some people really like it. Yeah. It's, it's not my thing. It's got, it's yeah. The Patreon has got like 16,000 a month. So. You probably just actually, like, actually mine, created like a neat, like a great artist statement shitting on a lined piece of paper. Here's the thing. The younger generation don't know that what paper is one or why it's lined yeah they're just like paper what is that is that what's around a tide pod <laughs> <laughs> that's all they know yeah yeah i love being, i love one of my favorite things to do online is play that character of a really out of touch old man who doesn't know about millennials you know yeah, and yeah. just like groups them all together as this dumb group who doesn't know anything because i think uh, teenagers aren't dumb no so, no I know it's not to that. a degree. I know. I know it's not that. Like, oh, it's depends some of them on what are we're talking just like about. just like some adults are. But I think that like yeah, they're like you know they're interested in different things, and obviously they have less wisdom on certain things. But like I, they're, they're definitely not dumb. I don't think you can just discount the voices mm-hmm. of younger people. You know, you want to hear my impression of an old person trying to be cool? Yeah. How much bandwidth does this have? <laughs> <laughs> He just heard it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that stuff when it's like, I'll say the word and then I'll like slowly learn from watching people discuss it. You know? Oh, I see. But how do you get it out? Oh, you. But what if you've used it incorrectly? Are you trying to pick up context clues first? Yeah, yeah. I see. Because they're like, is there bandwidth on it? Oh. And then people start talking and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. bandwidth on it now what are you talking about I don't know. Okay, yeah i don't know i think that might no there's i'm still impersonating the guy i know i know but i'm saying <laughs> that might sound alarm bells because i don't know that that necessarily would make also sense. then they're like let's get out of here he's a cop <laughs> <laughs> a guy wandering into a, a a dark web chat group you guys have a lot of bandwidth or what <laughs> 
I love the idea that the cops undercover, but hasn't <laughs> learned the even most. The oldest theory. cop going undercover on a chat room and in the dark web or something, or like 4chan. Like that'd yeah. be the funniest movie ever. But you couldn't. It would have to be a movie you read most of it. Yeah, yeah. No one would ever do that. Not that nowadays. for sure. That's already happened. For sure, like people up to maybe nefarious things have sniffed out someone digging into you know trying oh. to infiltrate them yeah definitely but i'm sure know. there's a, i don't know that it was an old a grizzled cop the way i'm he's like it's just a guy that sucked he fucked up yeah, he's wearing suspenders when he comes <laughs> in you know like he's just so obviously a cop yeah you guys know where i can get some smack around here <laughs> get some naughty files <laughs> One time, can I, I'm going to say, I'll say something. One time I was at this like thing where somebody started talking about this like tour, which is like the dark internet, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then afterwards my brother was like, there's no good reason for them to know about that. And it was like one of those, you know, like it's just, you would only have that information for nefarious reasons, you know? So then we started thinking, like, why does that guy, you know, what's he doing on this? Wait, you, f- sorry, start. What? It was just, it w- we were at an event. I don't want to say what the event was because it will give away potentially who the person was. You know, I don't ah. want to say specifically, but we were somewhere at a dinner uh-huh. and somebody was talking about this thing, this online thing. And then I wasn't really thinking much of it. But afterwards, on like the way home, my brother was just like, there's no good reason for him to know about that. <laughs> So the guy inadvertently busted himself. Basically, he didn't for being, real, for being something. I don't know what he was doing on there, illegal, mm. but something, you know. So mm. yeah, you gotta watch out on the internet. You know, it's a it's a big place. You can get lost out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're captaining your own ship. You got it. Not even a show. That's, yeah, yeah. And then you can go to the YouTube. You can Google it. You can go to the Patreon. Yeah, you can do all those things or whatever, or you can not. I feel like now it's like, I'm at, you know, you don't have to. Don't go. Actually, you know what? I don't want them to now. Who? Them. Anyone listening? Because now I feel bad like I'm forcing them to go. Just go if you want. Do you have any other utopian idea? Mm. Oh, yeah. Spritz. Okay. Well, I have some good utopian ideas like uh, we should get rid of dairy. So I think it's bad for everybody's it bellies. It seems like it is, eh? I think it's bad for everyone's bellies, and I think if we got rid of it all together, that everyone's bellies would feel better. And yeah. you know, I like a good, I like my belly to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no more dairy would be good. Although uh, I like a good ice cream, but coconut milk ice cream—they're getting really good with mm-hmm. it. Have you had any good one that you like? Yes, I think I've had coconut ice cream um, after a Thai dinner i see like for dessert at a thai restaurant now was it coconut milk ice cream or was it coconut ice cream that oh right because it sounds to me like you never mind coconut flavored ice, ice cream i yeah. could be wrong no i think you might be right because the other option was mango and that's not no. mango milk no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but they have good they have good flavor they can they're you know they have to work on the consistency a bit i'm trying to think of other things that are you lactose intolerant or do you, or is it ethical reasons? No, it's not ethical reasons. It's tummy reasons only. So, I, Man, I got a big belly. Mm-hmm. I want it gone. I think okay. you're right about dairy. Yeah. 
Sorry to interrupt. It's no, it's not. It's I just I my podcast at least once a podcast I interrupt to tell someone I'm fat. <laughs> I want them to say no, you're not. But anyways, it's fine. Uh, well, no, you're not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm this. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm like uh, so no dairy. T- I think I'm too you skinny. Want, I think everyone should have a gun. Just so you know, so we can have camaraderie. I feel like I'm too skinny. I'm yeah. really self conscious about my body. In the same way, I think I'm Oliver Hardy. Somebody. You're Stan Laurel. Well, ooh. All well, right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, I'm okay. I'm a comedian. I know <laughs> you know all the old about? guys. I mean, I know, you know, Lenny, George, <laughs> Rich, all the big guys. Um, Yeah. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Bob, oh, man. Bob Hope was actually quite funny to me. Yeah. And so I thought so as well. But then two things I found out about him. Um. I don't think he really wrote his own jokes. I think he had writers for everything. And as a comedian, you're always like, you want the person to be authentic a bit. Yeah. But maybe he did. I don't know. He's clearly was funny. I think a lot of those guys had writers. It was a different time. Yeah, back then, I think a lot. Of, like, what was the guy's name who Rocho wrote Rocho Marx is my favorite, and obviously, people wrote those movies for him, you know? Yeah. Have you ever heard he Gilbert, really Gilbert Gottfried's Groucho Marx impression? Yeah. I love it. He's like, we had TVs, or we didn't have TVs, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, he did not. He was imitating old Groucho on Dick Cavett. Yeah, he, which if you haven't seen it, it's amazing. It's I amazing. watched it only because I because wa- of the I, Gilbert Gilbert thing. thing. Yeah, yeah I, I watched it first. I'm a, I like Marsh Brothers a lot. Um, and I, I I guess Gilbert probably did that out of a place of love, right? Uh. Uh, it's tough <laughs> no, to say with that guy because I don't even know if he's like a he, normal human being in that way. He doesn't seem to like have the same sort of human emotions. Although there was that documentary, I guess, that showed him to be more human. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Is I it would... called Aladdin? The thing is, is <laughs> Bob Hope was uh, there's uh, articles you can find where there's conspiracy theories that he was part of a satanic child sex cult. Really. I'm serious, and like even though the um, the claims seem insanely absurd and conspiratorial, like yeah. far like wingnut conspiracy stuff. Once that's in your head, you're like, "Damn it!" You know how that happens sometimes. Yeah, it does sometimes happen, and some because nowadays it's happening a lot where like people's are, lives are ruined by like hearsay on yeah, the internet. Yeah, yeah, not. And I mean, more so like these jokes. I'm thinking, not. I'm not. I'm not trying to, you know. Um, yeah, like I think that people are, a lot of people are rightfully having their lives ruined on the internet, but I just think that like for the jokes and stuff like that, yeah, that like, or just crazy fake allegations, like I'm talking, that's more in the stuff I'm dealing with, like Mike Cernovich, people like that who are like literally just having their followers make up these crazy things. Like, you know, one of their favorite things to do is anytime they're cornered and like saying is they'll start accusing people of being pedophiles, you know? Yeah. And like that type of stuff. And like you say, that's absolutely right. Is it's Scientologists do that a lot. You ever watch that? No. (laughs) Scientologists like will instantly be like, that's their recourse when you're attacking them. The first time I ever called Kurt Schilling, he was the first person I ever called. He was a famous baseball pitcher and had a Breitbart uh, radio show. Mm -hmm. He was the first host I ever called. And on the first episode, I was just watching it. And that's the first thing he does is Mm -hmm. accuses me of being a pedophile on Mm -hmm. my first call I ever made to him. 
Yeah. Like it's a really like it's they've clearly learned that it's effective. And like for the reason like you're talking about, because it can be so effective because you get it into people's heads and that association mm-hmm. and it can it can make somebody seem like this fucking weird person you don't want to be associated with. So what with, was your reaction? Know, to what? Him saying that. Oh, it was funny to Were me. Were you like, you know? I'm not? Yeah. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> yeah, that's how my sh- that's how my channel is. It's a lot of me getting like owned by these hosts. And then saying like, no. No. Ouch. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, don't hang up. Like, yeah, what's your channel called again? The not it's not fair show. The not, the not even a show. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea, a like prankster that can't like t- take it. See, like, that's that's the exact type of thing, though. I will like if you wanted to do it, that would be great. Or I would yeah. use that idea as a character and get somebody else to do it because that's that's the type of thing. It's I a like funny to do. sketch to do on your show. Like I wouldn't do it as a sketch. I would do it for real. Yeah. So I would get people to actually do it and then edit it into a sort of a real life sketch as it's like actually happening, you know? But like, yeah, so well, I have like a, yeah, I have an intern character. So who someone all- calls and they try to burn the guy. Then the guy has some pathetic back, like whatever. And they always do. And so I know but then them like you get, But then he gets affected by it. Yeah, totally. He's like, so you no. can actually like, yeah, you can, you can predict the which hosts will get mad and you can, I know now how to make them mad. So I say, so the you've, thing. Ac- you've, um, What's it called? Compiled your own algorithm uh, of these host behavior. Yeah. I mean, it's been like a year and a half or so of calling some of them. So, yeah. yeah, So it's like, and oftentimes we're the only callers and stuff. So, yeah, I was was just saying that we have like an intern character. Jesus Christ. A man made of bottles just fell (laughs) over outside. Um, that was scary. Yeah, we, have, we have an intern character who like calls in and mixes up the hosts so i like, just had a really paranoid thought that your right-wing conspiracy freaks that you prank found where you are and are <laughs> spying outside my room well on the last week's episode this guy jj mccartney the shirt guy i called and said hey i got a delivery for 700 shirts and then he went got so mad and he started saying you know short of driving to vancouver and finding this guy what am i gonna do you know he started saying that but he's not, no, because he's harmless. There are people who do scare me in a way, and I'm like, I would not, you know, act in that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's not one of them. He's no. like a super harmless guy in the middle of like Nebraska who has no resources mm-hmm. or money, you know, like. So I'm not. It's just funny to me. Yeah. yeah. But so it's not even a show. Yep. On YouTube, you got it. What else should we promote? That's it. Just that's, that's it. your oh, main baby Twitch. right now. I mean, Twitch friendly little boy on Twitch. So where I don't I do. care what Twitch is. I don't know what that is. Maybe that's what we were talking about beforehand. I was like, I don't yeah, know. Twitch is just a I mean, gaming. I hear about it's it. It's a but. gaming uh, streaming site, but also people stream talk shows on there too. And like, just see, I almost need to get into gaming just to stay super relevant. But you don't have to game to be on Twitch. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Here. It's a people listening. He's like, ha ha. It's funny but concept. Quietly. It's a funny concept. The idea of getting into gaming f- <laughs> for that reason. Like that's hi funny. kids. Because gaming is really fun. You sh- you know if you have a game <laughs> that you like. like you yeah, do. I guess you're right. Yeah. I'm begrudgingly playing video games yes. just to know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. It's like the most fun thing to do. Ah, oh, damn it! I keep getting shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, I get killed all the you're time. All the negatives in it, like ah, oh, I lost my life. I, I played. I so I got a PS4 and I got Skyrim Six for free with it. Yeah, do you know what that is? Yeah, it's like a dragon game. Yeah, and I played it for one night, and I liked it for one night. But there's no part of me that is like, 
I'll play Skyrim now. <laughs> like when I'm at home, it just doesn't make sense. I play to me. FIFA. I play exclusively. Everyone the plays FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. So FIFA is like a game that I have played since Super Nintendo. I get the new one. It's the Holy only game shit. I play. Yeah. So yeah. it's the only That's one I play. And when it comes out, I get like the early release of it. I play it online, and I I lot like that. But I don't stream it. That's yeah. like a separate. You know, like my my Twitch stream is just me doing a call-in show of my own, and actually. The blind guy, Jim Lockwood, who mm-hmm. I pranked before, I gave him the heads up so that I told him he can have, you know, his retribution. To, so he's going to call in tonight, I think, and prank me in some way. You That's know? fun. So, yeah. So, but basically I'm doing, I do like a call in show with like a Idaho Skype number that I have and like a setup in my, like a home studio at my place. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, twice a week I do a call in show uh, on Twitch as well, which cool. is live. I'm, yeah, it streams live. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for Did you have fun? I had so much fun, man. You know, we we touched upon your utopian ideas a bit, but yeah. ultimately, this was a super... Every, anyone who listened to this episode learned a lot. Huh. Like what you're genuinely into. Yeah. I do agree that like you've created... Well, I appreciate. I, I, yeah, know, hopefully it's something. interesting to some people, and then they like a few of them check it out and think it's good, and then they can have a laugh at they it. They should. I've it's watched weird. Your videos. It's, They're fun. Yeah, it's definitely weird and unique. It's like a, it's a weird thing. So yeah, you check it out and see if you like. It. If you don't, then just you know go do some other stuff. Have fun with that. And get into gaming if you want to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, if you want to understand what's going on <laughs> with the kids these days, then go get a, a <laughs> go system, a console. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else? Nah. All right, everyone. That was Chris James. Chris, thanks for coming on. You guys couldn't see, but I did that sound effect because I did like a finger gun to one of my cats in the living room, which is also the dining room, and their litter box is here. So basically, I live in the cat's bathroom. Follow Chris James at on Twitter. So go at the CGS, T-H-E-C-G-S. Uh, CJS, sorry, at the CJS, and find out more about everything that he was just talking about, the YouTube show and everything, and uh, and donate to his Patreon. What do you think about this? I'm going to start a Patreon so I can just stay at home all the time writing sex fantasy novels. I'm talking like, you know, Conan the Barbarian type stuff, like just real outer, outer space stuff. Like, hmm, what planet is this that I've just uh, crash-landed on? Hello there, boy. And then you oh, okay, well, maybe I can survive here. Um, so donate to that. I didn't start it yet, but I should, right? Follow me at Chris Lock Fun. Follow the podcast if you want, at Utopia to Me. It doesn't seem as popular, which I get, because people are like, oh, yeah, you want which one do you want me to follow? Make a choice. The freaking podcast or your personal stand-up comedy one, etc. And you know what? My personal one, Acris Lock Fun, okay? And then also, I'm tired right now because, you know, of the baby and the, just being a new dad. And also because I eat so much pop. I like basically ate popcorn for dinner, which is not good. And I know, you know, like if you Google like, hey, what should a, a person eat for dinner? You never see an article that's like popcorn so that that was it episode 93 in the can go outside and uh, let that breeze blow through your long mane of hair i know everyone listening right now has long thick luscious locks of hair you lucky ducks well enjoy the breeze blowing through that every now and then just sit close your eyes and go deep breath in 
out and just remember that ooh that feels good but just remember there's a guy named chris out there that makes a podcast for you all the time he can't do that really unless i grow the sides of my hair out really long i can't really do that unless i grow my mustache really long i can't that'd be cool like a breeze blowing through the mustache go out and also like you know look for one of those giant big oak trees that uh, goes up there high into the sky and uh, tries to get all the oxygen and eat it all up and go, thanks for being there. You know, I know everything's a little crazy right now, but but we need trees first and foremost. And so I appreciate you. And then that's the episode. Okay. Thanks so much. Enjoy yourselves. Bye.